Modeling strategies for our students to overcome challenges in an efficient and innovative way as they learn new pieces will prepare them for a lifelong enjoyment of piano playing. In this episode, I share the three ways I model resourcefulness at my studio. Hello, my name is Alicia Romero, and this is the Modern Piano Teaching Podcast, actionable advice for emerging studio teachers to elevate their instruction and build a thriving practice. Some may argue that certain skills or abilities cannot be taught. Probably all of us have heard at one time or another that some individuals are born with skills that they couldn't acquire otherwise. However, without any scientific backing for these claims, either to say that we all can become skilled at almost anything. The catch is that we have to be passionate about our pursuit of excellence, and we need examples to draw from, along with mentorship, tenacity, patience, and high tolerance to frustration. Under this premise, I incorporate opportunities for my students to become resourceful in my teaching. I do this in three ways with my beginner students. One strategy I use is this. I encourage students to search for answers for what they do not know. Instead of giving them a direct answer to any questions they may have, I provide them with some tools to find the answers themselves. In order to employ this strategy, I ensure that I have the proper materials on hand to assist my students, including a notation dictionary, music concepts dictionary, a circle of fifths, a picture of a metronome showing the different brackets for tempo markings, and a phone or an iPad. So, for example, if a student points at any part in the music and says, what does this mean? Let's say the octave sign. I would say, great question. I think that we can look that up in our music notation dictionary. Do you want to give it a try? Following that, I would pass on the dictionary to them. Of course, if it is the first time that you are using this resource, I would explain how dictionaries are supposed to work. Once they find the answer on their own, we would talk about what they read and what it means. I believe that by doing this, I am modeling to my students that first, they don't need to know everything, and second, that they can always find an answer for their questions if they know where to look. The second strategy I use stems from a presentation by Canadian pianist Colleen Azparia. It was a revelation to me when Colleen pointed out that we do not always need to learn a piece from measure one. Colin said that we can start at different points or sections. I expanded on this idea. What I do, even with students learning a beginner-level piece, is going through the score first. Ask questions about similarities and differences and what looks hard and what looks easy in the piece. Based on their answers, we agree if they would like to learn the easy part first or the hard part. Then, if they have been taking lessons for a little bit with me, I will ask them, how would you like to learn the part that you have chosen? I remind them of some of these strategies they have used in the past, like hands separately first, then hands together, etc. By doing this, I am modeling a process that encourages my students to think strategically. I am also helping them recall some strategies that they have used in the past and prompting them to make connections between those strategies and their new pieces. 
The last strategy I model is what nowadays people in the tech industry call troubleshooting. The computer giant IBM defines troubleshooting as a systematic approach to solving a problem. The goal of troubleshooting is to determine why something doesn't work as expected and explain how to resolve the problem. By walking my students through the same sequence of steps to identify any boo-boos in their performance or to identify the reason why a passage is demanding so much effort from them, I am modeling a systematic approach to overcome any challenges they face in their pieces. Most of the time, I ask a group of questions in the same order, so that in the future they will be able to do exactly the same on their own. Essentially, I am modeling how to troubleshoot their performance. Depending on your experience and the insights that you gain as a teacher, you will develop your own troubleshooting sequence. In my case, I like to go over fingering, coordination, and comprehension of the score. Now is your turn to act. Resourcefulness is a skill that I consider to be highly valuable. For that reason, I have come up with the strategies that I use to model it so my students can develop their own ability to be resourceful. Ask yourself, which skill is most valuable to you? Is it problem solving? critical thinking? Is it being resourceful? Once you have figured out which skill is most valuable to you, think about what you do when you are using that skill. That way you will be able to find ways to model the use of that skill and connect it to learning to play the piano. Remember that you need to embody the skill so your students will learn the behavior and steps through your modeling. As time passes, they will develop the skill under your guidance. It may take you some time to figure out what skills you would like your students to develop, as well as the way you will model the use of it during class. With patience and observation, it will be easier for you to discover the skill that you have been inadvertently developing in your students through your modeling during the lesson. Thank you for being here today. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.